The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is June 28th and I am your host, William Harris. Hope you all are having a wonderful day today. Uh, you can follow me on social media at William is Bill. Uh, and today I am extremely excited to present to you my NBA Mock Draft 1.0. I'm sure you have seen and heard news of where some of these top tier prospects will be going, but let's just say my Mock Draft 1.0 is not chalk. <laughs> This will be fun, informative, and very interesting. So let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. All right. So with the first pick in the NBA draft, 2021, uh, that goes to the Detroit Pistons. And that's that's the most highly coveted pick in the draft. You know, everyone wants the number one pick because they say it's a big drop off between one and two, even though two is a great pick as well. But for the first pick in the draft, right now it's pretty unanimous that it will probably be more than likely, 99% chance it will be Cade Cunningham, uh, the you know multi-purpose player. He can play pretty much every position uh, out of Oklahoma State. Uh, he is six foot eight inches, 220 pounds, average 20 points per game, six boards, three and a half assists, 1.6 steals. Uh, he's a first team All-American highest scoring freshman in the school's history, uh, Big 12 Player of the Year, Big 12 Freshman of the Year. I mean, he just got all the accolades, you know. He's, that's why he's the highly coveted, highly touted player in this draft. Uh, some have compared him to Jason Tatum or Luka Doncic. And my reviewing of the film, I see more Jason Tatum, you know, at best, I believe. But uh, he should be a can't-miss prospect. Um, he only played 27 college games this year. Great free throw shooter. Uh, in my opinion, he just finishes okay in traffic. He's not the quickest or fastest player out there. He just basically you sum him up as he's just playing smooth. He's almost plays a little too smooth for me. Uh, like he's too cool for school a little bit. But, I mean, he's still great regardless. And he could have just been doing that because he's in college. And hopefully he'll have a little bit more of the next gear in the NFL. Uh, he has a seven-foot wingspan. That's what everyone's looking for. Uh, so he, he has the total package. He's great at the pull-up jumper, step-back three. He's just, you know, baby Jason Tatum. So, I mean, it's pretty much a lock for that first pick. You know, unless we get more news coming in the next few weeks about stuff we don't want to hear. I, I didn't like the fact that he didn't want to talk to any other team than the number one team. Uh, that's a little... Like, hmm, okay, just keep an eye out on that. Hopefully he's not a diva or anything like that. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. Most players in the NBA these days with that type of status are pretty much divas. So, But um, that's great for Detroit. They haven't had a pick this high in the draft since about 50 years ago. So congratulations to the Detroit Pistons. Moving on to the number two pick with the Houston Rockets. In my opinion, this is probably different than most people. I'm going to go with Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs, yes. The point guard out of Gonzaga, 6'4", 205. He has amazing court vision. He is clutch. He's a you know, great passer, great teammate, uh, 
quick handles. You know, he can do anything for you at the in the lane, catches alley oops, you know, hit step back threes. He can he just pops on the screen too. You know, he's he's destined to be a star in my opinion. He's an incredible passer. Battles under rim, uh, battles under the rim with the big boys. You know, at six foot four, a lot of guards just stay back in the three point range, but he's down in there. You know, battling for it. He averaged fourteen points, five boards, four and a half assists. You know, if you just watch his tape, in my opinion, I see a little Damian Lillard. I see a little Brandon Roy. You know, if you know anything about basketball, about 15, 15 years ago, Brandon Roy was probably going to be as good or better than Damian Lillard. Uh, so that's hard to pass up, in my opinion. Yes, you have John Wall. Yes, you have Kevin Porter Jr. But Jalen Suggs is a special talent, in my opinion. And a lot of players, a lot of people are looking at Evan Mobley and Jalen Green there. But I think Jalen Suggs should get more of a mention as far as going number two to Houston. So that's, hey, it's my podcast. That's my pick. <laughs> so moving on to the number three pick in the draft, that's the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, they're always up here in the top five. So here they are again. Hopefully this pick will get them out of the lottery next year. I'm going to go with Jalen Green. So we got <laughs> Cade, now Jalen, and Jalen. But yes, Jalen Green is from the G League this year. He skipped college to go straight to the G League. 6'5", 172, very athletic, quick first step, puts his head down and goes to work. He doesn't really settle for jumpers that a lot of other players in this draft uh, seem to be doing. He attacks the lane and the rim, has good court vision, finds the open man, can shoot the J and threes very well. He averaged 18 points, four boards, three assists. In my opinion, he'll fit great with this Rockets team. Oh, I mean, with this Cavaliers team, they need more offense. Yes, they have Colin Sexton, but it's word is traveling that they might be trading Colin Sexton. But I think he could fit with Colin Sexton as well. You know, they have Darius Garland, Colin Sexton, throw in Jalen Green right there. You have Isaac Okoro. You have Jared Allen. I mean, that's the makers of a good team, in my opinion. But if they trade Colin Sexton, I'm sure they'll bring in even more talent. So that's my pick for the Cleveland Cavaliers. The, for the fourth pick in the NBA draft, in my Mach 1.0, I have the Toronto Raptors taking Evan Mobley out of USC, the seven-foot center. Uh, a lot of people go, have him going second and possibly first. But in my opinion, uh, I think he's not only is he a better fit for the Raptors, he is not as polished as people think he is. Um, I know in the draft, a lot of people don't care about people being polished. The players being polished, they want the raw and the potential guys. But in my opinion, Jalen Suggs, like I said, he's ready to go right now. Uh, Jalen Green, pretty much ready to go right now. I think Evan Mobley might take a year, but I see uh, a little Chris Bosh in his future, which is a Hall of Fame player. You know, seven foot, tall, lanky, raw, unorthodox, but he can shoot the ball pretty well. Um, he's very aggressive at the rim. If it gets even close to the rim, he's just dunking everything. Uh, he just needs to put on weight. He averaged 16 points, 9 boards, 2.4 assists, um, almost one steal, and three blocks. Those three blocks are key. They're huge. Um, played 33 games. Has good touch. He's a good runner of the floor. He's uh, 12 for 40 from three. So 
even with he still has good touch. Uh, he when he shoots the three and makes it, it looks good. <laughs> but you know he missed a lot too. But I think you know his form and and shot making ability is pretty good, and I think it'll translate to the big leagues. Um, but yeah, he he needs to stay in a little closer and shoot some J's like Chris Bosh was doing in Toronto. So um, you can see Chris Bosh, but I think he's a lot more raw than Chris Bosh. So, but it's a good pick for the Raptors. Um, and you know, for Houston, they have Christian Wood too. A lot of people say they can play together, possibly, but he would be a tremendous fit for the Raptors. Uh, and I don't think that would be too bad for him to go on to a team that's a playoff team and not just a bad team. So. Uh, we're moving on to the fifth pick in the draft. We're going on to the Orlando Magic. They have two picks in the top eight. This is the first of those. And I have them selected to select. Selected to select. <laughs> Moses Moody. Uh, he is six foot six out of Arkansas. Average 17.6 boards, 1.6 assists, one steal, and almost one block per game. Uh, he reminds me of Sadiq Bey a little bit. Uh, most of his highlights are threes. He's a spot-up shooter. Uh, he's a methodical player, 36% uh, three-point shooter. So, I mean, that's what we're looking for in the NBA. His his length is tremendous. Uh, he's moving up to draft boards with his wingspan and his combine numbers. Uh, so, I think he's a good fit for Orlando, and they need shooting. Uh, they have three really good point guards and... A bunch of athletes, basically. So that is why I do not have them taking Jonathan Kaminga or Scotty Barnes or Keon Johnson because they have that. You know, they have guys that are athletic, long, and can't shoot. So in my opinion, Moses Moody fits them the best. Uh, moving on to the number six pick in the draft, I have the OKC Thunder, and I have them taking Jonathan Kaminga. At, um, he's six foot six out of the G League, two hundred ten pounds, average sixteen and seven, and three assists. Um, he's not a great shooter at all. Only shot twenty five percent from three point land, uh, so that needs to improve. And his combine uh, recently uh, last week, he was shooting the ball very well. So that was a good sight to see. But he needs to just keep on working on that. He's a savvy scorer, very athletic, wants to drive, spin, and create contact. Or just uh, slam it on you. You know, he's very uh, physical player. And um, he's just going to need to get more skillful to be successful in the NBA. But that's the perfect team to land uh, on is OKC because they're developing players. They're not in a rush to win right now. So I think he's a great fit for OKC. Um, they could have went with Scotty Barnes. But I think Kaminga would be the better fit for me, in my opinion, because you know, he has a body that could turn into a Kawhi Leonard type. And that would be that would be insane for them. And I think they have the time to, you know, develop him. And originally this was a five man draft and he was considered the fifth best player. Um I think he's sliding a little bit because of his shot uh was so bad, but I still think he's worth the risk. For the seventh pick in the draft, that goes to the Golden State Warriors. I have them taking Alperen Sengun. He is the big man out of Turkey, six foot nine, two hundred forty pounds. He averaged nineteen points, nine boards, two and a half assists, one steal, one point seven blocks per game. The Heat is a super skilled big man. 
uh, in my opinion, his potential is Demontis Sabonis. Uh, he has great, great touch, runs the court, blocks shots, great post game, great touch, very smart and instinctive player. Um, why? Who wouldn't want Demontis Sabonis on their team? So, you know, Golden State Warriors would be a great fit for a Demontis Sabonis type also. So Alperen Sengun, I believe, would fit great on this team. You know, great passing, great shooting. That's what the Warriors like to do. That's what they need. And uh, their front court is not that great. They have Draymond, and then they have prospects, basically. So they can go with a – they have Wiseman, a big athletic guy who can't really shoot or score other than slam dunks. I think Alperun Sangoon will bring the talent with the shot for this team. So you're not going to see that on most mock drafts. So, <laughs> but that's my guy, Alperun Sangoon. So look out for him. He was the MVP of the Turkish League. All right, moving along to the eighth pick in the draft. Possibly another sleeper for you guys. Uh, and this is Orlando, their second pick in the top 10. I got James Booknight. He is six foot five guard out of UConn, 190 pounds. Average 19 points, six boards, two assists, one steal a game. He is a tremendous scorer. And I will say that again. Not a good scorer, a tremendous scorer and driver to the basket. Um, great shooter and great three-point shooter as well. Uh, he has a total package in his offensive repertoire. He was the main focus on UConn, and he was double-teamed a lot. And he still could not be stopped. I mean, he's just an offensive force. Very similar to Jalen Suggs. So I think this is a great, uh, you know, player for Orlando. They have a lot of, you know, he's six foot five, so he can play that shooting guard. I think he'll fit right in with Orlando. Should start right away. Bring some instant offense. So I think if you have Moses Moody and James Booknight on the Orlando Magic, you got a fun team uh, that's coming up in the future. It's going to be very exciting to see. All right, moving on to the ninth pick in the draft. I have the Sacramento Kings taking Kai Jones, the 6'10 big man out of Texas. He only averaged nine points, five boards, almost one assist per game, uh, almost a steal per game, and one block per game. Uh, with that being said, he did not play big minutes, but he still is a great shot blocker. He shoots threes, very instinctive, very athletic. He was the sixth man of the year. And he's fast for a big man. I mean, I will not even say for a big man. He's just fast. Uh, and when you're 6'10", you know, a big man. And he also can dribble the ball, too. Like, that sounds <laughs> that sounds funny because they're basketball players. Of course, they're supposed to be able to dribble and shoot and all this stuff. But a lot of big men, you give them the ball, they dribble it once, someone's stealing the ball. <laughs> they can't run up the court without losing it. This guy can run up and down the court and dribble up and down the court. So that's a positive. Um. And one time, even he was guarding Cade Cunningham. <clears throat> Cade Cunningham, that guy I said would be the number one pick in the draft. On the, uh, at the three point line, Cade Cunningham was trying to go by him. He ripped the ball from Cade Cunningham. This is a six ten center guarding, you know, one of the most uh, you know talented players in the in college basketball, and he ripped him. So that's unusual. So that shows you his athleticism. Uh, so I love Kai Jones at this spot. And Sacramento, they can use a big man. I don't know what they're going to do uh, with their situation at center. Uh, and, you know, Marvin Bagley could be out of there as well. So 
they could have a spot opening if they trade Marvin Bagley and uh, the other center that I can't think of his name right now. He's a free agent. So uh, look out for that for Sacramento. If not, I think Charlotte is a great fit for Kai Jones as well. Uh, for the 10th pick in the draft, I'm going to go with my guy, Davion Mitchell. Uh, Davion Mitchell, incredible, incredible, incredible scorer out of Baylor. Six foot two, two hundred five. He's a hustler, very good defender, great handles, great pass. He's a great. He's a great passer. Uh, he's got a nice wiggle to his game. Uh, every he's everywhere on the court. Average fourteen points per game, three boards, five and a half assists, and two steals. He was a Naismith Defensive Player of the Year. Very shifty and explosive. And like I said, being Naismith Defensive Player of the Year and being so great on the offensive end is not common. Normally, if someone is the main focus on offense, they're coasting on defense. So, I mean, that tells you a lot. And he's six foot two once again. Being the Defensive Player of the Year, very impressive. Uh, his only knock you can use against him, in my opinion, and he is that he's six foot two. <clears throat> but Donovan Mitchell is six foot one or six foot two, right in that same range. Uh, he has quick hands. Uh, he's a great finisher under the rim. Shot 44% from three. Got better each year that he was there. I mean, that's a tribute to his shooting coach and his team and his hard work and development. I just think he is a steal at number 10. You know, originally I had him probably going at five. But because of the way this draft is lined up, a lot of the teams don't need a point guard Uh so he's fallen to 10 in my book, but I think he can be Donovan Mitchell all over again. <clears throat> so now moving on to the 11th pick in the draft, I have the Charlotte Hornets taking Jalen Johnson. That's the 6'9 big man out of Duke, 220 pounds. Um, he averaged 11 points, six boards, two assists, and one steal and one block. Uh, the only knock on him really is he only played 11 is he played 13 games uh, and then he left the team. Uh, I don't think anyone really knows the official reason why if he just didn't like how he was being used, didn't like college, but he left the team. He's like, I got myself on film, so I should be drafted. I'm out of here. But uh, he's a smooth, smart player, good passer, runs the floor well, athletic, good shooter, 44% from three. That's incredible for a big man, six foot nine. Like I said, good size, smart player. He's always in the right spot, making the right play. Uh, in my opinion, he reminds me of Brandon Clark of the Memphis Grizzlies a lot. So I really like his potential, and I think he could be a really good fit for the Hornets. You know, a lot of people are going to be looking for a center for the Hornets, but I think him and PJ Washington can, you know, hold down the front court, you know, in Charlotte because. It's not too many. You don't need. You don't want to reach for a center, but having him in there with PJ Washington could still be a nice two big man combo. Uh, and that was yep yeah, for the Hornets. So for the 12th pick in the draft, now we're going to the San Antonio Spurs. I'm gonna let them get Scotty Barnes. A lot of people would be surprised to see him way down here because his name has been trending a lot lately. Um, but I have him going here. Uh, he's six foot nine, two hundred twenty-seven pounds, out of Florida State. Average ten points, four boards, four assists, and one and a half steals. He has good size, but in my opinion, watching the film of him play college basketball, he was pretty average to me. Um, 
you know, in the ACC, he was the player of the year. He was a good defender, pretty good court vision, awareness, and passing. But I really didn't see anything too special about Scotty Barnes. I know people uh, love his wingspan. He could touch from the floor to the top of the door in his home. His mom took a picture of that, and that went viral. But, I mean, this is a potential pick for me. Like, I don't see the talent, you know. When I'm look, when I'm scouting players, I'm looking for talent, all-around talent. In the NBA, you can't just draft for someone that's long and athletic anymore. It's been way too many busts that have those same traits. Um, so he's going to have to develop on the offensive end, and, you know, hopefully he can do that with San Antonio. He'll fit with that team. They are lacking in the small forward. Uh, position, you know, no one knows what's happening with DeRozan, and other than that, they pretty much only have Keldon Johnson. So, I think he will fit in good and can develop under Pop. Uh, for the 13th pick in the draft, I have the Indiana Pacers selecting Sharif Cooper. Sharif Cooper is a very interesting prospect. All season, everyone thought he was six foot one. Went to the combine. The reports are he is six foot four now. That's a huge jump. That changes everything. <laughs> People had him going in the 20 to 30 range. Uh, if he's 6'1". If he's 6'4", I have him going here at 13 to Indiana. Uh, he's 180 pounds out of Auburn. Uh, he only played uh, 12 games this year, uh, but he averaged 20 points per game, four assists, four rebounds, eight assists, and one steal. Uh, so eight assists is uh, one of the higher numbers of assists of anyone in this draft. So that's great for a point guard, obviously, to score a lot, but also have high assists. You'll see a lot with high scoring averages with two assists. So that's obviously not great. <laughs> but he has incredible court vision, uh, handle. He's very explosive to the basket. Uh, if you uh, have seen Trey Mann out of Florida, he's very similar to him. And uh, But the description was going to be he's similar to him, but just shorter. But now, just not, you can take that just just shorter part out. So I think he's gonna fit great. And Indiana is probably lacking only in the point guard position. So uh, I think he'll be a perfect fit for the uh, Pacers. Uh, for the fourteenth pick in the draft, we have Keon Johnson out of Tennessee. <clears throat> he's six foot five, hundred eighty six pounds. Uh, he averaged eleven points, three and a half boards, two and a half assists. In my opinion, he's a good player. Possibly Jeremy Lamb in the NBA. Uh, good player. Uh, he, he Like a less talented Zach Levine, I also see a little bit. <clears throat> His shot is a little slow. Uh, a little unorthodox, not really smooth, but he's a great leaper. And uh, But he's a bad three-point shooter at 27%. So if you see... If it was up to me, all these guys that can't shoot would be dropping a lot further than this in the draft. But, I mean, uh, his uh, Scott and Combine, he broke the record, 48-inch vertical jump. You know, before that, the record was 45 and a half. So he shattered that record. And like I said, though, he does have Zach Levine potential. That's, in my opinion, that's far away. But he has that potential. So if he gets with the right team, and I have him going to Golden State, <laughs> That would be the right team to teach someone how to shoot. So I think he could, you know, develop there, become a better shooter. But Golden, it's possible Golden State will not keep 
both of these picks, but if they do, I think he's a good developmental prospect at 14. <clears throat> okay, for the 15th pick in the draft, that goes to the Washington Wizards. I have them taking Corey Kispert. He is out of Gonzaga, six foot seven, two hundred twenty pounds, averaged eighteen point six points per game, five boards, two assists, one steal. He's a West Coast Conference Player of the Year, forty four percent three point shooter. <clears throat> he can shoot the ball and take it to the rack. A lot of guys that are knockdown three point shooters, like JJ Redick types, only shoot threes for the most part. But he was taking it to the rack also. He's the best shooter in the draft. His game fits tremendously in today's NBA. My comparison, it might sound like a knock, but it's not, is Jimmer Fredette, because Jimmer Fredette was a beast in college. <laughs> so I'm only comparing him to the college Jimmer Fredette. But I do think if Jimmer Fredette played now, he would have translated better in the NBA now as well. Um, but um, he's five, being that he's compared to Jimmer Fredette, he's also five inches taller. <laughs> so. And better at driving to the basket. So that's like a whole different player right there. So if uh, Jimmy Fredette was 6'1", 6'2", Corey Kispert is 6'7", that will change everything. At minimum, you know, he'll just be a spot-up three-point shooter. But I think he can do so much more. So I think this is a steal for Washington. <clears throat> and uh, he instantly is probably better than da Davis Bertans, who they just paid a boatload of money to and can do a lot more for them. If you like that pick, uh, I think they should. Uh, but moving on to the 16th pick in the draft, I have the OKC Thunder taking Trey Mann out of Florida. OKC is a interesting team. I, they may not keep this pick as well. There's a lot of, I think there's a little bit of a drop off of talent after this point uh, or drop off of sure things. So I would have to go with, Trey Mann here, even though they don't really need this position. Uh, he's six foot five out of Florida, average 16 points a game, 5.6 boards, three and a half assists, 1.4 steals. Really good point guard. Uh, he has a good floater, nice handle, 40% from three. In my opinion, I see a little bit of DeJounte Murray in his game. Like he just needs to develop a little bit more. So in a few years, you can have DeJounte Murray. And that's what OKC is all about, obviously, developing players. So he's a very smooth player, never rushed, and a good shooter. I think he is, you know, destined to be a top 20 pick. So that's who I'm going with for now for the OKC Thunder. All right, moving right along to the 17th pick in the draft is the Memphis Grizzlies. I have them taking Franz Wagner. 6'9", 220 pounds out of Michigan, average 12.5 points, 6.5 boards, 3 assists, 1 steal, 1 block per game. <clears throat> He's a good hustle player, gives great effort, 34% from 3. My opinion, he's more of like a good system player. I think he'll be a bench player in the NBA. <clears throat> he was all Big Ten, but uh, he's similar. his film is similar to Kevin Love's film in college. Kevin Love obviously exploded in the NBA in Minnesota. Um, but so he can be Minnesota Kevin Love or he can be now 30 something year old Kevin Love who's just okay. <laughs> so, but I think Memphis is a great fit for him at that small uh, forward position. He could um, play behind slow mo and, you know, develop there. And, you know, I think he'll fit good with them. Moving on to the 18th pick in the draft, I have Josh Giddy. Going to the OKC Thunder. Now, this is a truly OKC Thunder pick. 
He is six foot eight out of Australia. Average eleven point seven assists, seven boards per game. Has a nice handle. He's point guard. Uh, he's has a nice floater. Very creative, flashy passer. He, I think he could be a little too slow for the NBA, but you know, you have to take that with a grain of salt now because Luca has ruined that for everyone. Because no one is slower than Luca, and he's unstoppable. So uh, he'll just we'll have to see how that translates. Only you just have to worry about his level of competition because he looked really well uh, in Australia, um, but that's Australia. <laughs> he will drive the ball and dunk on you, but I'm um, not sure he can play point guard in the NBA because it's tough playing point guard in the NBA. That's like the fastest position, and you know, he, like I said, he's slow, six foot eight. They they might have to move him to shooting guard, small forward, and then can he play that position? I'm not sure. So we will see on that. But I think that's, you know, OKC's MO is drafting players that they can develop. And he's a great potential. For the 19th pick in the draft, the New York Knicks have that selection. And I have them taking Chris Duarte out of Oregon. He is six foot six, 190 pounds, average 17 points, 4.6 boards, <clears throat> three assists, two steals, one block per game. He's a 42% three-point shooter, has a beautiful shot. I mean, a lot of guys you'll see, oh, he shot 35 40% from three, but he doesn't look like a good shooter. This guy has a beautiful shot, and he can drive it well to the basket. Very, very skilled player. In my opinion, I see a little bit of Clay Thompson. I'm not saying he's Clay Thompson. A little Clay Thompson or Chris Middleton. Uh, if you want to be more realistic, you can say Dylan Brooks, but all very good, talented offensive players. And I think that he will have a nice career in this league. And that's a great fit for New York. You know, he's kind of he would kind of come in and take Reggie Bullock's spot and could possibly instantly be Reggie Bullock with the potential to be better. So hopefully that will happen for them. <clears throat> for the 20th pick in the draft, the Atlanta Hawks select. I have them taking Ao Dasunmu. Dasunmu. Hopefully I said that right. Um, he is six foot five, two hundred pounds out of Illinois. Average twenty points, six boards, five assists, one steal per game. Shot thirty four percent from three. Won the Bob Cousy Award. In my opinion, I see a little Colin Sexton in this game. Uh, he has a nice handle and drive to, and he can drive to the rack easily. You know, very well. Um, he and like I said, when he's if he's not driving to the rack, he could be a Buddy Hill type also. So he has that Colin Sexton type Buddy Hill type of game to him. That's a great potential, and especially for Atlanta. When a lot of times Trey is the main ball handler, he could get some backup assistance with Ayo Dasunmu, you know, either starting along with him or being his backup, filling in those minutes. I think that's a great fit. <clears throat> uh, for the 21st pick in the draft, I have the Knicks are back on the clock again. Had him taking Zaire Williams, six foot eight forward out of Stanford. Average 11, 4.6 boards, 2 assists, 1 steal, 0.6 blocks per game. He has a great handle and a, a great mid-range jump shot. You know, he's more of that. and He's not really uh, a three-point shooter. But, you know, mid-range jump shots are still needed in this league. Uh, he has great size, loves to step back J. I think he'll be good when he gets some weight on him. He's pretty skinny right now. Like I said, six foot eight, 185. That's kind of ridiculous, actually. <laughs> but <clears throat> he has some talent. 
and I think he'll fit in with New York. They'll get him right. You know, Tibbs will be on him every day. And I think he will, you know, play very well for the Knicks. And they could use that position as well, probably small forward. That's a position they could uh, update. So moving on to the 22nd pick in the draft, it goes to the Los Angeles Lakers. I have them taking Cameron Thomas, 6'4 point guard out of LSU. Average 23 points per game, 3.4 boards, 1.4 assists. You heard that right, 1.4 assists and one steal per game. Uh, he's he made the all-SEC team. He is very confident, very confident player when you see him play. <laughs> he's Yeah, you can see that. Uh, he's very offensive-minded. He's scrappy. Uh, takes a lot of contested shots. Loves jumpers and threes. Uh, it's a little Kyle Lowry in this game, but say a selfish Kyle Lowry, you know, if Kyle Lowry just wanted to score all the time. So in the NBA, obviously he's going to have to learn to dish it out more. Uh, and if he goes to the Lakers, LeBron James will have no problem, you know, showing him the ropes, you know, in the, you know, mentor way that he would. Um, and I just think that would be a great fit for the Lakers because they could use an upgrade at point guard, especially if they do not pay Dennis Schroeder. If they do, he still has the potential to be better than uh, the guy that just got arrested. <laughs> no, Alex Caruso. Um, so moving along to the 23rd pick in the draft, I have the Houston Rockets. They have back-to-back -back picks. Have them taking Josh Christopher, 6'5", uh, uh, point guard slash shooting guard out of Arizona State Uni University. <clears throat> He's a very fluid player. Has a nice jumper, nice handles. He's very shifty, has a nice floater. He's just nice all around. Average 14 points, five boards, one assist, one and a half steal per game. Uh, I think he's a great fit for the Rockets. You know, they're in a develop developmental, uh, you know, area space right now. And uh, he's got a lot of talent. Um, I think he's probably projected to go, you know, later than this in most people mock drafts. But in my opinion, he's probably the 20, 20 to 25th best player in this draft. So I think that's a good pick for them. And once again, like I said, Houston is back on the clock. So I have them taking Nashawn Bones Highland. You probably know him just as Bones Highland. <clears throat> he is six foot three, 175 pounds out of VCU. Average 19 and a half points per game, four and a half boards, two assists, two steals. Kind of reminds me of Emmanuel Quickly, and he could be the Emmanuel Quickly of this draft being drafted one spot ahead of Quickly last year at number 24. <clears throat> uh, and like we know Quickly was a first team all rookie player. Uh, Might have been second team, but yeah. Uh, he's a great shooter at 40% from three, uh, and he will shoot it from deep too, like Steph Curry, Dame Lillard range. Um, He's not really a great passer at all. <laughs> you know, like I said, two assists, kind of similar to Cam Thomas we just talked about. But um, he was the A-10 player of the year, you know, at VCU. So uh, I see a lot of talent in him. Uh, and uh, the Rockets need all the talent they can get. You know, I haven't taken two little guys here at 6'3 and 6'4, but they need all the talent they can get. So very talented player, like I said. If you can get Emmanuel quickly, you would take him this this late in the draft. So I think he's uh, similar, similar. 
Uh, for the 25th pick in the draft, I have the LA Clippers on the clock. I think this is probably my best selection right here. <laughs> Not to toot my own horn, but Charles Bassey out of Western Kentucky. He is six foot eleven, two thirty-five, average seventeen point six points per game, eleven and a half rebounds, three blocks per game. Doesn't that seem like that's what the Clippers need in their life right now? Uh, he's a good post player, shot blocker, runs the court very well, can even shoot threes. He can just do it all uh, on the court. And, uh, you know, I see a little DeAndre Aiden in his game on film. Uh, so that is obviously what the Clippers are sorely needing, uh, other than like a star point guard, which Reggie Jackson is playing like right now at the current moment. But uh, big men may be even import more important for them right now. So I have them taking Charles Bassey out of LAC uh, for the Clippers. Um, and yeah, he went to Western Kentucky. So for the 26th pick in the draft with the Denver Nuggets, I have them taking Johnny Juzang. Once again, you'll not see him probably in most people's first round mock draft. But in my opinion, you know, I'm looking at the tape here. Very talented player. Six foot six out of UCLA, <clears throat> average 16 points per game, four boards, 1.6 uh, assists, one steal. Good shooter, 35% from three. All his shots seem uh, to be good. It, like they're all net, you know. He's not just shooting and just banking it in or rattling in. Every shot you see is just like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. All net, all net, all net. I mean, that's just how you know you're a pure shooter right there. <clears throat> so if you want a, sh a shooter late in the first, he's your guy in my opinion. He's got a little Clay Thompson in him. He's very worth, very well worth the risk in my opinion. Johnny Juzang out of UCLA, 26 to the Nuggets. And the Nuggets need offense. Uh, it was too much pressure on Jokic. Jamal Murray was hurt. No one else could really score. You know, well, Michael Porter Jr., but he's banged up all the time. So I think Johnny Juzang would be a perfect fit for the Nuggets. Uh, for the number 27 pick in the draft, I am about to blow your minds with another one. I don't even know if I can say his name. <laughs> Rocco Press. P R K A C I N. Prakin. Prakasin. Rocco Prakasin. <laughs> so he's six foot nine, 220 pounds out of Croatia. Uh, Foreign player, but when you see his film, you do not see foreign player. Uh, he loves to dunk on people and, and dunk on people all the time. Uh, he has a nice handle. He's a great passer, uh, can shoot the three, can do the step back, can shoot the step back, Jay. Very, very, very aggressive for an international player. This is not common. It kind of blew my mind. I was like, wow, who is this guy? Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him going earlier. It's just, you know, obviously when you're playing international, people worry about your level of competition and will that translate? That's the only question I have in my mind for him. And Brooklyn obviously can use another big man. Blake is on the decline. You know, DeAndre Jordan is clearly on the decline. All they have is Nicholas Claxton. They, if, if he's at 6'9", can play power forward, possibly even center for them, they have a really talented guy. And that's Rocco Percassin. I'm pretty sure that's right. I feel good about that. Okay. Uh, moving along to the 28th pick in the draft, Philadelphia 76ers select, in my opinion, Max Abmus. He is six foot one out of Oral Roberts. He was the nation's leading scorer, averaged 24.6 points per game with four assists, 
in my opinion, what I see is Damian Lillard with a weird <laughs> shot form. You know, his form is a little weird. But uh, this guy can shoot his tail off. He has crazy range, nice floater, quick release. Uh, he's just a fearless player. Um, his only knocks are his height and his school. Like I said, Oral Roberts. Not that many people come out of there. But, hey, Damian Lillard went to a small school. C.J. McCollum, small school. Um, and at 6'1", like we said, Donovan Mitchell's 6'1". There's a lot of players that are 6'1 in this league. Uh, I think he will be successful. Um, and the way he plays definitely translates to today's game, in my opinion. Like I said, he's playing exactly like Damian Lillard out there. I've been hearing a lot of knocks on him like <clears throat> he's not going to make it. Like he's, it's not going to translate. He's the shortest guy in the draft or something. Like It's been a lot of knocks on him, but I think if you give him an opportunity, this guy is going to flourish. And Philadelphia, who knows what they're doing with their point guard situation. At worst, he'll be a backup, but if he's given the reins, he'll be better than Shake Milton. He'll be, you know, able to start for Philly, in my opinion. <clears throat> or if not Philly, some other team. This guy is a scorer. <clears throat> he needs to if he can get those assists up, you know, four assists is decent, but you want six to ten <laughs> if possible. But, you know, on Oral Roberts, he was the only guy. So it's no surprise those assists were down. When he's in the NBA, they can easily go up. So I think Max Admus Great pick for Philly. For the 29th pick in the draft, I have the Phoenix Suns selecting Isaiah Jackson out of Kentucky. Uh, he is 6'11", 206 pounds. He averaged 8.6 boards, 6 assists. No, 6.6 boards, uh, 2.6 blocks per game. Uh, in my opinion, when I'm watching his tape, I see Mitchell Robinson. He's tall, skinny, and fast and a great shot blocker. Uh, he runs the floor well. Uh, he dunks it. He blocks it. That's about it. <laughs> but that's still needed in today's league. You know, you, like I said, Mitchell Rossin, Noel, uh, Nerlens Noel, uh, a lot of players like that. So he's a good passer in the paint, though. So that's good. And he was on the SEC all-defensive team. Uh, a lot of people have him going a lot higher in this draft. I think this should be the highest he should go, in my opinion. Because, like I said, all he does is dunk and block shots. And he's 6'11", 206. That's not the biggest guy in the world. So, in the NBA, I don't know if he'll translate too much to more than a backup center. Um, so, it's kind of crazy that a lot of people have him going lottery-ish, like 14 or 15. But I have him going at 29th. And that's kind of me being nice to him. Because Phoenix, you know, they're they're pretty loaded right now. Um but it's other ways they can go, too, with a backup point guard or, you know, backup power. They need a power forward, really. So, uh, but I have Isaiah Jackson going there for the value and the backup for DeAndre um, Aiden. So, uh, for the last pick in the draft would be the Utah Jazz. I have them selecting Trey Murphy. He is six foot eight out of Virginia. Uh, he averaged 11, 3, and 1 per game. He's 43% from 3. So, I mean, that's what you want right there. And Utah can use someone that can light it up, especially from 3. He has highlight reel dunks, really good defender, great size, not great form, but he's still a great shooter, great 3 and D type of player. So I think Trey Murphy is the guy for Utah, and that will be a great selection for them. <clears throat> so. 
that re that's that's that sums it up. That's my mock draft 1.0. Tell me what you like, what you didn't like, how crazy I was with my picks, <laughs> uh, or if you agree, or if you found some names that you hadn't heard and you're gonna research. You know, let me give me your feedback on them. Like I said, my inst my Instagram, Twitter, all that is at William is Bill. And this has been the All Rookie Podcast. Thanks for listening. If you like it, subscribe, follow on Apple, Stitcher, iTunes. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And I appreciate all your support and every listener. Thank you so much. Y'all have a good one. Peace.